What's up, world? This is We Need a Fifth. This your man Mo. Got my man P on in the building. What up? Got my man Hill on the line. In transit. And welcome back, my brother, from another mother cow. What's going on, man? Mixing the playoffs. Everything is all right with the world. <laughs> Ooh, wow, you, you want to start off this show just like that? You, you just go right, right, right to the negativity, right? This is just my record. Right this there. is my greeting. This is my <laughs> greeting right now. And whenever I see somebody, you know, they ask me how I'm doing, I'll say the Knicks are in the playoffs. Everything is all right with the world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's like, always good to have somebody from the entertainment field to help us out on the sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to everybody see y'all. Loves- good to be here. Yeah, so everybody loves a good joke. Um, fellas, the NCAA tournament happened last weekend. Um, UConn Huskies, men's national champion. They, this is their fifth. Um, NCAA um, tournament championship, if I'm not mistaken. Mr. Hurley. Ollie Hurley oh, and three three with uh, Al Hoover. Al Hoover? Mm-hmm. I think so, maybe, what, maybe two of them impressive? Wow. Three Snorfest. Wow. We're going to start there. I, and see, I, I was going to start with, have they officially punched their ticket into the blue blood territory? Are they, are they should they be considered a blue blood school as far as basketball is concerned? Yeah, I think this point, because um, for our lifetime, right? They've they've won more championships than UCLA, uh, Kansas, right? Like they're mm-hmm. more recent blue blood, but yeah, I think. This stamps them. Light blue. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I would actually. So we've seen UCLA what win one in our lifetime. Uh yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, so like, you know, traditionally UCLA is there, but in our era of watching basketball, they're regular. All right, I got Danny Manning and I have Mario Chalmers. Right, was that two? Right. That's that's the great Kansas Jayhawks. I've seen Connecticut win more championships. Um, I guess if that's a, if that's the standard that we're gonna go by for blue bloods, and I, yeah, I, I, I what, guess because yeah, Carolina I think, I think we need. I think we need to change the standard of what we consider right. I think blood I, and whatnot. I think blue blood is really a reference to those schools that were at the top tier, basically in the 60s, 70s, and maybe 80s. This is a whole new generation of schools the past 30 years. I think they need to have a new, they, they don't even need to be considered blue bloods. They need, that's the, they're the next generation of what, you know, that that was and whatnot. And I think UConn, and UConn has been the perennial powerhouse in college basketball for the past 30 years. They've won the most national championships in college basketball for the next 30 years. And whatever you want to classify this era as, the top tier teams of this era as, that's what they are. I, I, I wouldn't put them in that same category as the 
the blue bloods because that that's talking about generations past and whatnot. But I I kind of agree until I I think they 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 usually bring up Duke in that conversation as blue bloods, and they they you know their success is fairly recent, especially compared yeah. to North Carolina at UNC. You know what that's I mean? Fair. Um, but and I understand what you're saying. Like I think Duke and UConn are more like they're the new era elite teams. But like you said, blue blood is more like it predates us basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, it predates the Carolinas, the Kansases, the right, right. UCLA's, mm-hmm. and all of those programs were built in or around the '60s and 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 that era. And that's why you know we consider them to be blue bloods. The Dukes, the Yukons, these programs developed in the 80s and the 90s. These are the new generation programs and whatnot. I if I was if I was a Yukon player, I wouldn't even want to be considered a blue blood. Call me something, mm. call me something different. Uh, I I would match the level of success with to me with increments. I mean the relevancy of increments of five. That's what I'm going with. That's why I have Connecticut, a perennial powerhouse. I mean, just Generation, generationally growing up from the Ray Allen years and the success coming from there, bringing up till now, you know, five championships within during that time is somewhat impressive. But I don't know why. Maybe because it's in stores that I don't see UConn as a a dominant school. I think that's just my my bias. But they are clearly look at their success. You feel like the history isn't. Isn't I just think enough? it's just I, I, it doesn't make sense because possibly that's it, but they have they have so much success to outweigh their history. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're giving me, I mean, like the time frames I have, like the the, the five year increments, that's super impressive. Like Connecticut should be a powerhouse school, an easy draw. Like to me, they're just maybe it's it's so much success because of Gino. I think if if I think if the coaching change never happened and the success continued, I think I would I, I would have probably felt different. And that's oh. probably what it is. It's just the, the coach, and they were able to replace with Ali and then Hurley, and then they won yeah. as well. So it, it's definitely not the system because they're they're definitely products of Calhoun. So they, well, they don't they don't have a face to it, a la John Wooden, Coach K. Right. It's not like you know, there's there's not an iconic figure to represent Connecticut. I mean, Jim, Cal- do, Jim do, Calhoun do you, is it? No, I mean, well, Calhoun I, is, but like Hurley, Hurley is Hurley's a market college because he's from his dad. Like Hurley's from a, a coaching tree. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everything worked out perfectly for him to win the ship, but Ali is from that tree of Calhoun. So if Calhoun would have stayed, I think, mm-hmm. and then had this five, I think I probably would have felt differently. Um, I was seeing Calhoun as the Mike Krzyzewski or a, I mean, to mm-hmm. me, he's more. A, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Five, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Love that plays a part of it. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think that the UConn women's basketball team's success has helped to put the UConn men's basketball team where it is as far as, hey, we kind of put them in the blue buds territory, but not quite. Or we don't, don't know how to classify them, but we know that they're not Kentucky or Kansas. Not, something to that effect to because me, there's no correlation like women's men's you know what i mean like one doesn't affect the other in my eyes that's just me but 
I, I I would just say just because hey UConn women's basketball has been so successful even in comparison to what the men have been able to do on the national level they've been able to surpass that to the point where if you were to just compare them side by side just national championships and stuff like that someone would say why are we even going to the men's game you know um agree with you, Mo. I think we should. I mean, if you think about college basketball from a big picture perspective, men's and women's, there is no bigger program than UConn. I mean, they are the standard for college basketball. I don't know why. I don't think, I don't think nationally it's perceived that way, you know, by the media and, and, and by fans, but it probably should it it probably should be. I think maybe, you know, maybe the women's program doesn't get recognized as much as it should. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, that, that's that's your you know the answer to this. Like you don't know why. It's because it's women's basketball. I'm not saying it's <laughs> right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the come on, that's the reason. Right. It, it's just this. Right. You know, it is this. But how do you feel about it? That's the reason. If 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 UConn had that same success in men's basketball, you know what I mean? They'll they'll be all over the television. They'll, you know, they'll be promoted heavily. I think it's because women, it's women's basketball, it's just not promoted as much. Who who would you put, if I can ask, who would you put in that top tier? I guess if we want to call the the new generation blue bloods, who would you put in that class with with UConn? Um, I would say. Duke, because I, I I consider I know they call them blue bloods, but to me they're they're recent, right? Um, I was, Duke, um, Villanova, mm, that's, that's, um, that's a good one. Nova has what four. two two champ three champion three championships in the last forty years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, that's impressive because I wouldn't even consider them one of the be- better teams in the Big East maybe 20, 10, 20 years ago. I would have had Georgetown, Syracuse, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but and even though this team hasn't been able to punch their ticket or, or, or finish the deal, you got to start looking at Gonzaga, um, Oregon. Mm. Got to finish know, your breakfast. Um, got to finish your yeah, breakfast. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, hey, um, it, it, the other teams that you would consider, like, they haven't finished their breakfast to be point, you know. Um, like so, say, so we're you know, looking at like UNC, UConn, Villanova, maybe Kansas. Well, you said UNC. Well, you UNC and Kansas to me are blue bloods. Oh, like, blue blue. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would consider. But they, but they, I think they're teams that would would be able to fit into both categories. You're right, right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're traditional blue, blue bloods, bloods and right. their teams that have carried success throughout right. this this next generation as they, well. They carry on tradition now, but yeah. they're, yeah, I, I agree. They, I would put them in that elite class up now, but they are. UCLA, UCLA is a team, I don't think I would put them yeah. as, a, as a program that's kind of carried on that tradition. Yeah, they're they're traditional blue bloods, and that's it. Yeah, like I said, I think I only seen them win one. That was like ninety-five. Yeah. I want to say ninety-four. And they still live. And brought the brothers. Glory of Alcindor. Yeah, still living off the glory of Alcindor. 
yeah. Wasn't even Abdul. Hey, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys thought. Did you um, watch the UConn championship game? Um, did you enjoy it? Do you think that UConn is leading the way for the new bloods <laughs> in um, college basketball instead of blue bloods? Um, yeah. And who would you include in that group with UConn? Uh, we've given you Villanova, Duke, and possibly Gonzaga. But do you agree with P that, hey, Gonzaga got to eat his breakfast before it gets invited to the table? So hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Um, you can subscribe where, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also hit us up directly at we knew the fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, um, I, I put this second because I felt like we had a little bit more drama around the women's game this year. And unfortunately, a lot of this drama had nothing to do with basketball. LSU, let's get this out. LSU was able to uh, win the championship against uh, Iowa, Caitlin Clark. A lot of controversy after the game. Uh, Adrian Reese uh, trash-talking Caitlin Clark gave her the, you can't see me, and put a ring on it, gestures um, to Caitlin Clark. And um, she got a lot of blowback, um, notably uh, Keith Olbermann. He um, gave her a nasty, uh, particularly nasty response and um, gave a piss-poor apology afterwards once he was corrected on several points that he was completely wrong about. Um, first, let me ask you guys, did you guys get to see the game? Okay. I want, I want to first start off by saying I'm hearing um, a lot of reports like she's copying John Cena. Shout out to Tony Yayo. Let's come on. Let's give the credit where like John Cena copied that off of Tony Yayo. First of all, mm -hmm. it's a little thing, but yeah, let's just do it right, people. Like I don't know what they're doing. Um, I saw the game, and I did when I saw it. I was like, oh, she's going a little bit too hard. Like you know what I mean? Like I was just like, mm -hmm. okay, you won a national championship, go celebrate. They ready to shake hands, and she went like you know, noticeably hard. But then you got to remember, she's like a 19, 18, 19, 20 year old young female, so. The emotions got the best of her. I, I I don't see where it's this big global thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think people are making too much out of it. It was poor sportsmanship. It was. I don't think it's poor sportsmanship. I mean, <clears throat> I think she's a passionate player. Uh, you know, I've seen some clips and videos just of her, you know, even from her high school days where she, she was a trash talker. I mean, that's just part of her game. And, you know, we we we've seen a lot of players come through that that's just their game. That's what gets them going. And that's just who they are. I don't think there was anything done in bad taste. Obviously, nothing done that Caitlin Clark hadn't done herself. I mean, she's a she's a trash talker herself. So, you know, I don't think I don't think there was any story that needed to I I think it was definitely overblown by probably casual fans who either want to box players into a certain type of 
you know, way they're supposed to act or people who just don't watch sports at all and whatnot. So I don't think, you know, I, I don't think there was anything um, personally myself done out of bad taste, you know, in, in, in that moment. Like, you know, she, they were about to win the national championship. She'd seen this player that the media has been hyping for months now. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, were already crowning Iowa as the champion after their upset of South Carolina. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know any other way, you know, I don't know any other way that, this, you know, that Angel was supposed to, to respond to this moment when it was pretty much all said and done. And it was finally like, here, look at me now. Or you can't see me now. And, and Kyle, I think I'm in your camp in the sense that I don't think she did anything wrong. Um, one of the things me and P were talking about off air um, the other day was I just thought that her timing was off. Like real trash talkers, you trash talking during the game, boo-boo. Okay. And 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 the win is your fu mic drop. Yeah, and that's for fair. her. It was like, right, you won, and now you trash talking. Like, okay, right. it, it, like it came off a little weak to me, but okay, yeah, you allowed fair. that. But if you really about it, really wanted to show up, Caitlin. You supposed to do that in the game after you lay her and say, "Oh, you can't see me." After you block her shot, oh, I'm putting the ring on it. That's what I well, wanted to see. Not like I think, that, you know what I mean? Like I'm old. School I think that speaks more. Like. But I think that speaks more to the game itself. I mean, Angel didn't have the best game that she's ever had. I mean, she had 15 points, 10 rebounds. And I think she didn't shoot too well, if I recall correctly. She got into early foul trouble, and there was a lot of issues that folks had with the referee in, in this game. So, you know, I think, I think she kind of got taken out. I think, I think she got kind of got taken out of the game early on and, and didn't really get the opportunity to have that moment until that moment and whatnot. And, you know, her, her teammates, I think, you know, I, I don't want to say her teammates carried her, but they you did. know, <laughs> they had, they had, they did. at least two of them had rear nights. They did. Like, let's not get it twisted. Her teammates had to, in order for them to be champions right now, those others had to step up. Yes. And, yeah. And and what you talking about as far as her early foul trouble, and she wasn't engaged in the game early on because of that foul trouble. Hey, they had to step up. If they didn't step up, we'd be talking about Caitlin Clark going to the White House. Right. Oh, oh, oh! She did have an invitation, <laughs> but that still um, may happen. Right? No, actually, um, I, I think Caitlin Clark it, will right? not be going to the White House. <laughs> um, well, she said herself she wouldn't want to go. It's it's only for you know that's that's a you know that's something for the winners and whatnot. So. And that's game recognized game, and yeah. I think on one of the things um, that's been blown out of proportion is. Jill Biden is not a basketball fan, people. She's not. She's a she's a a, a Johnny Cohen lately. No, but some, 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 somebody somebody dropped the ball because she thought she was there. 
You know what I mean? She was yeah. he, he at the game. Somebody dropped the ball. No way. I wish I got an invitation. No way she she no way she tweets that out without somebody else verifying. Like, is this okay for you to tweet somebody out? Somebody okay that and, and, and me, that person. If yeah. you're telling me she doesn't know what she's doing, well then the person next to her is supposed to know what they're doing. And, 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 and that's why I say, hey, she's not a real basketball fan in the sense that any any basketball fan that's Sports. been at it for more than two years knows that hey, only the winners go to the White House. But she, but and she even was, then, hey, the winners have a. It's, has it's, the I opportunity. Know, I, can't let her, I can't let her off the hook because she knew enough to invite. How does she know to invite them then? She know that this is part par for the course. You you invite people to the White House after they win a national championship. So you do it. And, you and I think. Nah, I, 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 I think it, she all she it knows is that participation. I'm sorry, Mo. It it reeks of that participation trophy Hated phenomena it. that we have going on in 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 society today. And or I think that's what it what it came from. Or it, it exactly came from. Or, or or it's something a little bit more sinister. Because <laughs> if Iowa had won, I'm very. I would love to know if LSU would have got it. And I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Uh, I'm not yeah. so certain that LSU yeah. would have got the invitation if they lost. It's I mean, a slippery slope. Yeah, I'll leave it there. And that's real because I think that played a part in the blowback that Reese got, Angel Reese got, in the sense that um, people were jumping to save America's sweetheart, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? And jumping to save, oh, poor little old Caitlyn. And it's like, Caitlyn just as much a beast as Angel is. She just lost that night. Because <laughs> Caitlyn would have been giving her the same thing if she had one, whatnot, and um, that. I, and I, but I, I think, I think this is a problem. Women's basketball at the college level, because I haven't really heard this at the WNBA level, but at the college basketball level, I think this is an issue that they're going to have to address. When you think about the characterizations of certain teams in college basketball, <clears throat> how South Carolina team has been characterized as how LSU's team has been characterized and you look at the makeup of those teams there's something to that and whatnot you know what I mean you know and so then when you look at a situation where Caitlin Clark did the very same gesture that Angel Reese did a week or so ago and didn't mm -hmm. get nearly half the attention didn't get you know any attention <laughs> it didn't get any of the attention. And look, you don't want to jump to conclusions as to why that is. But look, there's a lot of signs and signals that are pointing to a certain direction. And I think women's college basketball, and you see Dawn Staley speaking out about it. You see a lot of, uh, of, of, of coaches, uh, minority coaches speaking out. You see some players actually speaking out about it as well. We need to hear from the NCAA. Somebody needs to kind of jump in front of this and say, look, you, you guys got to stop doing that because these all of these young girls are great basketball players. They play different styles, what have you, but let's not characterize, you know, one way or the other based on. I, 
we definitely got to give them their flowers. Um, that team really showed improve. I didn't have them coming out of the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, honestly, yeah. you know, um, that's where I was at, and I I thought every every round after the Sweet Sixteen was like their championship, and they proved yeah. me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> proved me so wrong. Hey, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, did you guys get to ch- a chance to watch LSU win the championship? What do you think about the Angel Reese blowback um, and the Jill Biden invite? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and um, hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Also, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to, to this podcast. Um, you can also hit us up directly at we need fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, want to get to the NBA. And this team recently just lost any opportunity to get into the playoffs. It's official as as of last night. They've lost any opportunity to make it to the playoffs. And we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about why. Why are the Mavs sub 500 and not making it into the playoffs with Luca and Kyrie? I, I'll let y'all go. P, talk to me. Oh, it's just simple. The worst of Bart Scott, they can't stop a nosebleed. Can't guard a statue. <laughs> That's it. Kyle? Uh, I think in the, in the simplest... I think in the simplest uh uh terms, yeah, I agree with P. They they can't they can't defend. I think if you want to look deeper, they just have deconstructed this team. They've blown this team up and just and ruined what they were building. And you know, we talked about it off camera. I think it starts, I think it starts up top. I don't know if it's I don't know if they're making these decisions based on what they think is the way you build a team or based on their based on how Luca plays. I don't know. I you know, I, I really don't know, but I think uh I think defense is their issue, but they 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 just totally messed up this team. They they had they had a lot of the pieces that you need to build towards a winner, and and they just they let a lot of them go. And I I I don't know how you put that on anybody else but the front office. Look, Dallas traded for Kyrie, thinking Kyrie was the type of player that could make up for the lack of defense that they had. And he's right. not that good of a player. He doesn't. And, and and Kyle, this is where I would say, I was honestly thought that. Honestly, if they thought that, then they're idiots. Like, seriously, they're idiots. I don't and know I'm, what to tell I'll you. be the first one in line. Because honestly, <laughs> there might be four players that good to say, all right, Steph, Kevin Durant, LeBron in this prime, it's like, hey, unstoppable. I mean, he's going to get me 25 on the back. 
Kyrie's not there. He's not there. And, 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 Never been nobody, there. I don't think anybody put him there. There where y'all want to want to bash him. Yeah, but if you were to put Durant with Luca on this team, if you were to put Durant with Luca on this team that they have now, they wouldn't go to a championship. They would go to the fucking excuse me. They would go to the playoffs. That doesn't matter. You your whole thing is here to get a championship. I, I don't care about. No, that. no, no. Hold on. That's the point we're talking about. They can't even make it to the playoffs with this guy. They can't make it to the playing. So I think that's. I, I'm not here to than... listen. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not here to argue Kyrie. They have a terrible team. Like they they can't play defense. That's nothing to do with Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving can't play defense that well. You're right. Like this whole team was dismantled because they have a horrible owner. You're right, hundred percent right. Nothing to do with Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie is just well, Kyrie I mean, is Luca doesn't. I mean, Kyrie was either, so. no. I mean, the owner wanted an asset. He was stupid. He should have kept Rick Brunson and kept his team. That's nothing to do with Kyrie. Kyrie wanted out of uh, of 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 uh, Brooklyn. I mean, he wanted to go to L.A. I mean, this is this all has to do with Mark Cuban. I, I see no. None of their success hinging on Kyrie Irving or Luka Doncic. His team was flawed when those two were together. No one possibly thought that they would be good. I mean, make the playoffs, maybe. I, I wasn't surprised they didn't make the playoffs either. But th- those well, two players are nice. It's just a. You didn't a think they, this, did you think they this, were going to be this? They weren't even close. They were not. I think they were 9 and 17 after the Kyrie trade. Did anybody expect it to be that bad? No, I, I did. Bro, I mean, to be fair, go, I mean, to be fair, Golden, Golden State is what nine and thirty on. I, I didn't think they'd be nine and thirty on the road. I went. I didn't expect that. I didn't. I didn't expect them not to be this. I don't think Dallas is a good team. I, I, I'm not shocked by this. Yeah, um, I'm shocked at all. I, I was. I was blinded by the offense, but yeah, their their, def, their lack of defense definitely was exposed. But I, I didn't think it was this bad. I thought they had a, a very good shot at at least making the playoffs. My thing was. Hey, they had a poor defensive team before the trade. And then you trade your best defenders who are mediocre defenders in the real world away for Kyrie. You're supposed to be successful with that? Nah, not at all. Yeah, but you guys don't think they don't have a lack of talent? Yeah. I mean, talent went with them too. Like, I mean, this team is, I mean, Forget top heavy. They only have two players to me that I, I I can find that to be offensively tangible. Hardaway is streaky at best, but these two at the top, and then they don't play the greatest seed them too. What did you expect from them? I, I maybe I've been watching basketball a little bit too long. This team is, I mean, this has Cuban oh, written all over Oklahoma it. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City is better than this Dallas Dallas Mavericks. Absolutely, team. absolutely, oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Give me Shane oh, Gilgeous Alexander. On. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you take Shea over Luca and Kyrie? This year, yes. This year, yes. This year, yes. Now we put now we put now we put parameters on it this year. You asked me a question. If if you don't want, if you if you say he had a better, you saying he's had a better. You saying he's had a better season? Yes, I'll take Shea this year. Yes, absolutely. I have Shea on my team. So, yes, I'll take Shea. So, it's not me going out of limb saying that I would take Shea Gilgeous Alexander over them. Now, Kyrie is only because he's long in the tooth, but Kyrie is better than all three of them. Period. 
I mean, he has the hardware to prove it. Um, we'll, we'll go semantics, whether or not it, you want to think he didn't lead. I mean, he did guy did average about 30 during that whole run. I did I did want to ask, though, and because we were talking about Dallas's front office, and, and I wanted to – because technically last night they still were alive for the play-in. Mm-hmm. And they, they pretty much sat – they sat their whole team last night against the Chicago Bulls team that had nothing to play for. They sat Kyrie. They played Luka for the first quarter. They essentially tanked that game last night so that they could so that they could save their draft pick. And and we're talking about this front office's inability to build the team around Luka. And and I'm just curious how we feel about them just basically giving the season up with two games left and them still mathematically alive for the player. Honestly, I think it took them too long to get to this point. To be Do you honest. think they should have been tanking earlier? Why not? Because so then, why make the Kyrie trade? Dallas is a team because they have. But build around Luca, like what though? I, I, that, that's why I'm lost. That you guys want to build around Luca? Dallas is flawed because they have Luca Doncic. Luca Doncic is the type of player who's going to be ball dominant. His usage rate is going to be extremely high. He's going to surround him with some shooters, and he's not going to get you into what. He'll probably make it to the Western Conference Finals at best. You're not going to be able to match him up with another significant superstar because of the way he is. He's not LeBron. And honestly, he's LeBron-ish, but he's more selfish. Is he James Harden? Is he James Harden? Yes, 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 yes. And and you will not get a championship with a player like that. James Harden and B won't win because you're going to have to ask. James to be even less self and James is dropping down to 11 dimes, 23 points a game. He's dropped his usage rate a lot, but he still, he has it in him to where he's not his full capability. When they, for Philly to be Philly, James has to be Uber James. And he's deferring to probably the best player in the league right now, which he should, but you need James to go nuts and Embiid to go nuts for them to win a championship. And that can't happen because Embiid's personality won't allow it. And James doesn't want to mess up the apple cart, but they won't win a chip that way. And, and you to need James to go, po- to go crazy. And to answer your previous question, Kyle, um, I think Dallas, honestly, they got Kyrie just so that they can keep him away from LA at this point. Because it doesn't make sense why they got Kyrie. Besides, hey, we didn't want we didn't want him to get with LeBron early. And make a championship run this year with LeBron. But they trade assets to do that. I mean, no, I think they it, traded yes, I mean, trade first round picks. No, they, yeah, they, thought, they, it was, they thought it would work. They thought this would work. They were wrong, but they thought. Why uh, I don't know. Because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, why? You want to bring someone in to show Luca that you're trying to be competitive too. Like you're not, you, you're not going to just sit around and, and lose. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't. I think Brooklyn kept him away from LA. You know what I mean? Like I think, yeah, true. Yeah, but you need a stupid suitor, and you found one in Dallas. Dallas needs a player. I'm trying to think of someone who could play with Luca that would complement Luca's selfish play. Not, and I I hate to say selfish, 
but it's, I don't have a better term to say for how he plays. Um, I don't know what player in the league that I can say fits them that way. Well, Jalen Brunson. Honestly, if if, like DP, if they were if they were really maybe Jalen Brunson. We say if they were really trying trying to be progressive, they would have traded for Kevin Durant instead of Kyrie. No, I'm I'm not saying you know. that the right moves. Like my whole thing with this whole organization. They might not make the right moves. They have not made the right moves, but they're going to keep keep making moves. You know what I mean? Like they're not just going to sit. They're not going to stand still and wait for Luca's contract to go, you know, ex- expire and then he leaves. They're going to keep trying to put pieces around him. If they're successful or not, that's a whole other story. You're better off building a team around Trey Young than you are Luca Doncic. Um, they both made it to the conference finals. I think it's a push. I'm convinced you. Can, I'm, I'm almost yeah. convinced you cannot build around Luka Doncic. I, I can't. He's going to be that superstar that I don't see him getting. A, I don't know no path to him getting a championship. I, I think a lot of this is yeah. recent bias because he just made it to the conference finals last year. And I don't think he'll ever go to a finals. I I, I can't I can't see it. I I, I hate. I, I hate don't know how. You. And the guy's Look. talented. Look, you you might want to look on the sidelines because look, whether we want to admit it or not, the person on the sidelines matters. Mm. And and we seen what the kid up in Milwaukee. We seen what the kid in Milwaukee did after that guy left the sidelines. Might want to get a different guy in Lucas Air coaching him on a nightly basis. But this ain't just about J.K. Like, Lucas been playing like this before J.K. got to Dallas. So maybe he's never had a good coach. <laughs> maybe it's not that. Maybe maybe it's just not is like the player that we think he is. Like maybe he's that's just possible too. As good that's as possible be, too. That's I mean, what do you guys yeah. have, Luca? Because I think he's a. I think he's good. Like I'm a Luca guy, but Luca's a top ten player. He's a top ten player. Top ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, to me, there's only like like I think Mo was saying other other um earlier, like to me, there's only like four or five guys that could take you there in the league. You know what I mean? So I, I you know, whoa, yeah. Luca's a top ten player, and you think you Kyrie is better ten? than you think Kyrie is better than Luca. Career, so they yeah, got two for his oh, okay. career, yes. Oh, oh okay. his career, yes, not now. I don't, I don't have I don't have Kyrie okay. in there. Kyrie hasn't given me anything in the last I don't know what, but I mean the funny thing is, I mean you have Kevin Durant in your top four that that he can take you there. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a top five player. If he could take you no, there, I'm not have an issue with that. And, I, don't, and, I don't know and, how. If you get into semantics and, real estate, I, you know I understand what you're saying. But like, I don't understand. I don't know what he has proven to show that he can do anything. I, I mean, well, well. I feel like MB, Joker, AD are all top 10 players. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I think they're going to take me to a championship. That, that, that's pretty much what I'm getting. Yeah, like Joker's not – right. Top, to me, top five people that can take me to a championship I have is would be – I think MB can do it. I think Tatum can do it. I think um, uh, I think Ja could push it. Um, Steph is a little late, but – and I think Giannis. Okay. After I, that, I, I, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I, it's up for now, debate. And Steph's a little shaky on his own stuff. I, I I I feel like Josh is shaky on that list. Yeah, because um, 
Puka's already made it further than him so far. So I and, and I think John, I think I think John might actually go this year. And 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 I think um for me, Embiid is a little shaky for me. He's never um, made it. I think Embiid has to be motivated to play. I, I think Embiid is probably, I think I literally think Embiid might be the best player in the league. I think Embiid talent wise, I think Embiid could be the best player in the league. Oh, I, I agree. From everything that he has, no defense, offensive standpoint, defense. I think he's the clear-cut best player in the league. And, and I'm not even an Embiid guy. When he and, plays. And I'm not even a Embiid guy. I don't like Embiid. Well, I'm, a, I'm an Embiid guy, but I say Giannis, Giannis is better because of his motor. It's, 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 the, it's the Giannis AD thing that we spoke about years ago. It's just the motor. I, Embiid is yeah, I, I think I think they're eons apart. Or, like, offensively, I think it's two different sides of the spectrum. I think Giannis couldn't hold a, a candle to Embiid. And they both have well, you and, can defend you can defend Giannis. You can't defend Embiid, but it's a matter of whether Embiid is gonna play. Is he gonna play? Embiid is it, yeah. I mean that's kind of like the whole point. If he's engaging. They're saying Embiid yeah. and Eons ahead of him, but they both average 30. So someone is not doing what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? They put up the same numbers offensively. And Embiid has a way better bag. So yeah. Yeah. Um Embiid is shaky on, on that list for me because, like I said, um, this is where you get into the Kobe Shaq stuff. Like, I truly believe at this point, you have to get Embiid and upset to get that greatness out of him. He has to feel slighted in order to get that greatness out of him. He's not coming to the arena trying to be that great. And that's my issue with him right now. Um, like, I feel I'm starting to feel about him like, hey, I've come to feel about Shaq in the sense that I feel like Shaq wasted an opportunity to be the greatest player to ever play the game. That's and a hell of a compliment. Just, just, just because he, he, he was so dominant and he wasn't even trying. He wasn't going to nobody to get uh, work on footwork and stuff like that. I think he saw one person when he was in college for his free throws and um, I forgot who was um, the basketball player. And he was trying to convince Shaq to do the underhanded free throws. And Shaq's like, nah, that, I, I can't look cool like that. Yes, Rick Barry. And that's the, yeah, Rick Barry. He saw Rick Barry for, for free throws. And that's probably the only person he ever saw off-season off for, for, to work on his game. Otherwise, he was making a movie, doing a rap album, Partying, being a DJ, having fun. Uh, well, that's what I'm a Shaq guy, so I'm always going to defend Shaq. Could he have been better? Yes, but I mean, he had a hell of a career. Dwight Howard exactly. and Amara Stoudemire went to see Olajuwon. How did that work out? You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, Inju injuries, injuries, both of them. No, Dwight Howard career highs like 22 a game. You're getting into Patrick Ewing territory 22 a game. You're getting into Patrick Ewing territory. That's what Dwight and, Howard and, got you. And he went to those. Okay. Dwight Howard got me an MVP, right? Did Dwight Howard get me an MVP? No, they weren't that bad. No. They weren't that bad. They were bad, but they weren't that bad in the voting process. I think he probably finished second. You know Patrick Hewan didn't get you one. Just in case you're looking that up. Uh, uh, we know that. 
No, because I saw a comparison the other day, prime prime Dwight Howard versus uh prime Embiid. No. Who you want? Embiid. Embiid. Not close. Not close. Uh, give me give me give me mid-level Embiid over Prime Dwight. Gives me the same amount of rebounds and assists and like 10 more points. So, so let me ask you this. Um NBA, I believe they're considering new rules um, for next season. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about is what do you think about the rule that um, for future awards for MVP or, uh, or NBA, stuff like that, they're saying that they're going to require players to play at least 65 games in order to be eligible for those types of awards. What do you guys think about that? I gave up on the MVP and all the other awards a while ago. I don't care. I think it's a farce. Stand by that. The whole the whole award system is a farce. They give it to whoever they want to. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Phil. I mean, just just I mean, just going minimum minimum requirements. I like it. I I'll give you that much with them. But like P said, we we get into subjectivity. I mean, with the whole Joker aspect, I think it soured me. So, will it matter? 60 games, 80 games, 40 games, and pick who you like anyway. Kyle, where are you at with it? Yeah, I, 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 I think it's good. I think it's good to set some sort of parameters, you know, for you know for these awards. I think, you know, we see this in 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 just about every, you know, to win the batting title, you have to have a certain minimum number of at bats. I think to win the scoring title, you have to have played a certain minimum number of games. So, you know, I'm fine with it from that perspective, but just this whole award situation that we have going on, I'm over it. I really am. You know, I think as a fan, and I'm curious, you know, as a fan, you're a Lakers fan, I think both of you guys are Lakers fan. P, you know, you you kind of just float around to wherever and whatnot. As a fan, would you rather see the best player on your team win an MVP or a NBA championship? Championship, easy. Championship. And so, you know, as a fan, for me, you know, if I was a Sixers fan, I wouldn't care about the MVP. I want the championship. If I was a Nuggets fan, I wouldn't care about the MVP. I want the championship. And so, you know, for the NBA to spend so much time focused on this, for the media to have spent so much time focused on this, I I just, I I, I, I kind of don't, it, it doesn't jive with me. It's, it's not a big deal. You know, Jokic went in the last two, two MVPs, come on, you know, like, is it a big deal? Is it really a big deal in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, because I, I think since, well, since I've been watching basketball, I've always admired the alpha male in the room. I've always had. So be it as it may, when Magic won, that doesn't, Jordan the won, MVP is not the alpha won. male in the room. Well, subjectively, it turns out to be as such. I mean, people go by stats, which you, you're you're thinking of, but I, I I thought it was pretty much that. I always I, I thought it was the, the alpha male, the actual best player in the league should have should have gotten that award, 
each year regardless of what. You know what I'm saying? That that that's what I thought it stood on. And then wins helped it. So that I mean wasn't the I, I could be wrong. A long time ago. We knew that was the case when Michael Jordan wasn't winning the MVP every year. I mean, we we've known that this is the case. The best player doesn't win an MVP. We, this is not anything new. And so I you know well, well, he, I don't it was for a while until people got tired of it, though. I don't think there was I think having that I think the only reason why that only reason why that was the case because the monotony of it. I mean, I, I, I thought that, you know, to me, I thought it would, would push people to have better seasons. I, I like Carl Malone. And then somebody who was somewhat close to having something close to Jordan, then you would just give it to them. But I, 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 yeah, sure. I used to love the fact that the guy won it every year. I had no problem with that. I think for the players, that was the standard it of the league. No one could beat him, and he was the best. I think so. I think for the players, it I think it means a lot to the players. I as a fan, for me, you know, it it doesn't mean you know much to me. It meant a, it meant a lot to me, even growing up playing. Like Magic was my guy, and at the time he was the MVP. So like, can you tell me six man of the year? I don't know. Last like year? I, who was the who was the six man of the year last year? Who was the defensive player of the man league last year? Oh no! I, I, I mean, mean, both I have to think of. Yeah, I just don't care. Look, who was <laughs> the most improved player last year? Nobody cares. We don't care. Like past the moment, we don't care. We these things don't mean anything. NBA champion, you can tell me that matters. You could probably tell me the last ten NBA champions. You can't tell me, even last year's six man play of the year. These these those awards don't. Yeah, but matter. you could tell you, but you could, but you could tell you, yeah, but you could tell who the who, who the MVP was though. And you asked me, can you tell me the last ten? Can you tell me the last ten MVPs? Times, like, can you tell me the last ten MVPs? Run them off. Run them off. Now, if I have some issues, I but because of my age, well, now, if I have some issues running off the uh, champions too. Joker, Joker, Jonas, Jonas. Um, what you call it? Steph got two, so that's six right there. Uh, Russ got one. Uh, which one call it? I think Harden gets one. Yeah, but it will take me time to give you champions too, though. I'll get them, but it'll take me some time. I'm old. But yeah, I think we, we all agree though that you know the championships definitely um way more in the scale as far as cachet for, for the player, for even an individual player. Yeah. I, I, I think I like the, the new rule that they're considering just because I like the fact that it's in some form is addressing load management and at least trying to address it a little bit in the sense that, hey, if you want to be eligible for the MVP, like, I and I wish this happened um, this year. Like MB, you want it bad enough, you're gonna have to pay 65 for more games. Yeah, that's one player. No, but MB Kawhi doesn't care about that. It's Kawhi doesn't what, care about that. It's kind of what they do with the all star game. If you have to force them to play, they just not built. At, at some point, you just have to realize some dudes ain't built. You know what I mean? Well, so if I like have this. to coerce you to play basketball. And you're a professional my, basketball player. 
I don't care. But my thing is like this, Pete. You're talking about it, and let's stay on MB. First two, two, three years, he's not playing at all. Right. And then every every year since then, he's missed at least twenty games. Okay. And you crying about being the MVP? All right. If you want to be the MVP, back to back MVP, because we're we're assuming he's going to get it this year. If you want to be back to back MVP like Joker did, um, Embiid, you're gonna to have to pay sixty five games and get your body ready for it. Yes, I'm all for that. But I feel like if you're not self motivated, yeah, because when I because when I averaged thirty one points, and I mean why? I mean again, I mean when he was motivating, thirty one and ten, about ten points more than the other guy, and lost the MVP and was first in the East. He lost. Why? Why should you be motivated? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. At, at the end of the day, like I feel like if okay, if he wins it, you no, know they're gonna say, "What did you do in the playoffs?" At the end of the day, you need, he he got to win a chip. Definitely, really solidify himself. But I'm not into like trying to like coerce these dudes to play. If you don't want to play, stay home. I mean, so what do we say about low management now? Yeah, the era I, of low management. Low management is for that, the weak. That's what I say. Low management for the weak. And then when they do play, they're going to crumble in a way because they're not used to playing basketball. You're not going to get better at basketball by not playing basketball. So yeah, I feel like both it takes care of themselves. You know what I mean? Calculated, <laughs> calculated load management is 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 fine. I think you know if it's right now we got what one two games left in the regular season. You give a guy a break. You give a guy a rest for these couple games before the playoffs starts. I have no issue with that. If it's a, a February game, Philly and Boston, or if it's what that was two weeks ago, Philly and Denver played, mm-hmm. and and you sit and you sit Joel Embiid. That's shameful. That's shameful. That's a big time game against another player that is up for MVP. And you sit Joel and B. That was shameful. And I don't know who you put that on, whether you put that on Embiid, whether you put that on Doc, whether you put that on the, the, the front office, but those are the load management situations that fans have an issue with, that voters, MVP voters should have an issue with. Yeah, but three weeks prior to that, he went up there at Denver and gave him the business. That wasn't a great game. If he sat that game too, he already gave him the business anyway. So he decided to. They want right, to stick man. it to him. So what? All right, man. I mean, so I, I, I'm management. saying, like, to me, so I mean, you know, I mean you know, don't, don't, just about just play one game. People pick and choose. I mean, people pick and choose. Like, when he, That's load when management. they played heads up, when they, when they played, when they played heads up, <laughs> when they played heads up, he dominated. Dude decided he didn't want to play that game. Oh, well. All right, so Clayton. Clay didn't play what three quarters of a season they won a chip. Andrew Wiggins missed darn near. We're gonna say 40% of this season, 30% of this season. And if they won a chip this year, what are they gonna if say you this year? Legitimately are not playing games. That's one thing. I don't know. I don't know what legitimately is. He's healthy. Uh, Man's healthy. <laughs> Wiggins is having an injury. He's out on personal. Wiggins had family issues. All right, but he's, he's healthy. You talking about mental, mentally healthy? Uh listen, he listen, listen, listen. His mind don't go over there and shoot jump shots. He could go out there and play. 
All right. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Hey, guys, let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button and let us know when the next video is coming. You can also subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Fellas, what's on the radar? Uh, playoffs. Definitely playoffs. Who's going to be in? Whether or not the Lakers are, you know, if Golden State loses, Lakers, I guess, get to sixth spot. So that's what I'm more concerned about right now. If the Lakers are going to have to go through that uh, playing tournament, which it looks like they probably will, because I don't think Portland's going to play anyone tomorrow. So what's up? We'll see how the Lakers are going to fend. Pete, what's on your radar? Um, just been doing some research on that um chat G- GPT. I think Kyle, you might have sent me the, the Jay-Z song that Jay-Z had nothing to do with. Um <laughs> too artificial intelligence. Crazy. Um, crazy. it's crazy. Like I saw somewhere like you you probably like you know, we could get our four voices and pretty much do a podcast without us. So Man, uh, that, it's crazy. That's on my radar. And a shout out to Mo. Um, people leave leave something in the comments. I was yesterday years old when I learned Flash Gordon and the Flash are two separate different people. Thought it was the same thing. Thought it was the same thing. Shout out to me, shout out to me, the <laughs> Yesterday, yesterday years old. Count that out. I didn't know there was a difference. Oh, man. Kyle, what's on your radar? Uh, you know, not much. Uh, sure. You know, baseball season back. So, uh, you know, the Mets are home for the Marlins. Whoa. whoa, whoa. uh, You can watch the Yankees if you want to feel good about (laughs) (laughs) it. The Mets will be downright depressing. Is Berlander playing this year? Who? Is Berlander playing this year? Oh yeah, engine. It's been it's been a tough it's been a tough start for the Mets. Yeah, we won't talk about that. But uh, you know, just watching the last couple of days of the NBA, want to see how the uh, the seedings uh, shake out in the uh, in the West. I'm hoping we get that uh, Phoenix Golden State um, first round series. That would uh, that would be exciting. So you know, I'll I'll be I'll be watching that and uh, the Masters tournament. The Masters tournament going on, um, you know, Brooks Kepka, 12 under right now, uh, is in the lead. So I'll be watching that. I, it, Tiger made the cut, if anybody was wondering. Um, he's been he's been not playing well, but playing well considering, you know, all things. Two under, right? All things considered. Two over. Yeah, I'm not sure where he was at. Two over? Yeah. On my radar, um, playoffs. Um Excited to see new movies, new television series coming out soon. Um, saw that Blue Beetle uh, movie trailer. Looked real good. Looked like DC trying to get it right. Um, this is gonna. This is our first foray into the James Gunn DC universe. So we'll see if he he can get it right. Um, which we call it. Also, Spider Verse Two. Real interested in that Secret Invasion television series, Nick Fury. Yes, yes. That, that, that looks yes. like it's going to be a problem. That looks, that looks out of sight. You know. So, and I'm hearing good news about Equalizer Three movie. Um, 
it, it sounds like it's going to be a banger, another banger. Um, belated Good Friday, uh, Happy Passover, Happy Easter, uh, happy happy Passover. Easter to everybody um, that celebrates it. Happy Ramadan yes. for, for the Muslim brothers and sisters um, doing their thing. Um, wherever you at, hey, be safe and we out.